0: Good morning, BHA. We're back. I have uh, been to the uh, opening night party, uh, which is uh, used in the looser possible uh, definition of the word, <laughs> but I'm now sitting in a very professional way around a bar in the uh, in in the Holiday Inn, a step five star hotel. Uh, this may or may or may not be the case, and uh, I'm 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 joined here by. Two, four, five members of, again, look at this, the silence in the room, it's quite compelling. Meantime, it's, I mean, um, one of the reasons why I went out there, I, uh, Of the, the, the New York uh, based Gotham chorus um, who are competing this week as a joint chorus of uh, Sirens of Gotham and Voices of Gotham, uh, and joined here by Braden and four other members of the chorus. Um, so, we were chatting, Braden, about um, yeah, about what is success this week for uh, for Gotham. Talk to us. Talk to me. You never talk to me anymore. Yeah, sure,
1: we can talk. No, I, I, well, what I was saying earlier, I think for us. We've already won for us it It was our major goal was to get here and to reform and to show everyone in harmony truly lived out on the stage Um, um, We Obviously obviously have some of our our own own internal goals like score wise and placement wise but the big thing is like getting more people involved and more people singing barbershop and the art form and Having the freedom that everyone in harmony that new strategic vision had is like really allowed us as a New York community to do that um, I think we as a as a group have especially in New York City we feel this very very presently, uh, so, uh, we're moving into a society that's post-gendered, so right? So we to like have, have know, to adjust to that. We have to you know, be cool, open to cool. understanding and that people don't built. fit into neat, tidy and boxes and around and gender, like, and they're they're that just it's just really just about the music and watch. let the music lead then, the way course, and the voicings. In and so we've been so fortunate to partner with, as you mentioned, Sirens of Gotham, which is our what we call treble or SSAA, um, partner chorus, which a, sings in a, 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 a traditionally, traditionally women's key, and then coming from a, 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 a voices, singing in the TTBB or traditionally men's key. Sexy, um, that that partnership in a Gotham format where we sing in an SATV voicing has been uh, amazing for me. And said, we've already kind of won being here. I think the other thing I would highlight is that, um, for us, it's also about the community aspect of it. Like, New York is such a, we were talking earlier, um, it's such a transient area, so you have to have a way of making every... I look at Every time that you composition meet composition feel way. impactful. Because otherwise, like I'm just I'm just gonna go to a Broadway show, or I'm gonna go to my company happy hour, or I'm gonna go to some stand-up comedian thing. You have to make every moment feel impactful, and for us, that's really about making the community part of it feel strong strongly held, right? So all of our our meetings and I, our I, gatherings you know have a really it. social component I, to them. We, we, we I, the I mean, you can see know, we're, as I said, we're so, we've oh, had a few beers to here to tonight, uh, we to to and we work hard and we play hard. Like that's do. our sort of mo. It's a By New York now. sort of lifestyle. It's you it's you know, the I city that never sleeps. We
0: we really live into that as
1: the Hell's Kitchen chapter of the Barbershop Harmony Society.
0: Nice. A couple of things there. Thank you for that. Firstly, tell me about the. Um, the, the joining forces between Voices of Gotham and Sirens of Gotham, was that, did that feel inevitable or did it take a bit of sitting down or just chatting to make sure that it was mutually beneficial, that's Point, one. point two is tease out the um, the, the modus operandi, or the way you operate to make sure that weekly rehearsals are something that people want to choose to come along to because they've got alternatives.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so from the beginning, the sirens, we could be here for a while.
0: <laughs> from
1: from the beginning, the sirens from the beginning, the sirens of Gotham was always part part of our larger community, even if they were chartered under SAI. Our actual original founding director, Larry Bomback, who is who's directing us here this weekend, um, he also was the founding director of Sirens of Gotham. It only trailed us by about three years, um, and it was always intended as a way for us to be. If if everyone in Harmony existed in 2011 um, this would have always been a combined kind of effort right. sort of similar to a Parkside a Parkside, a Parkside or a uh, Fog City they're doing a lot of same things um, but we so Parkside is now totally
0: non-gender well they
1: they are they have both groups they have a treble and a bass ensemble but they're all in the same chapter we didn't have that option when Sirens was founded right so if we had had that option 10 years ago that's probably what would happen, but we didn't have that. So the best thing that we had was to create a new Sweet Island chapter, but that was something that was collaborative and partnered with voices. Um, so that's always been like part of our DNA. Every event we've had. All of our rehearsals have been on the same night in the same location as best possible. Yeah, wrong. Um All of our events, every show, every um, sing-out has been combined and collaborative. We share grants, we share funding. We share Is it the same
0: management committee?
1: Right. Well, not currently. Um, we're working on exploring that a little bit. but. We believe in a yeah, way of like um, really I having mean, a very uh, cross um, well, group partnership. We, we talk right now about the choruses being like so sort of your primary chorus being like, your be voices are sirens like and then we have this collaborative effort. Um, but we're looking change. at like whether we switch sort of that um, dynamic. Um, but uh, w- working relationship now, yeah. So working relationship Make now, it's been um, dream, really about having the key leaders from each of the, what we call primary ensembles. Uh, voices or sirens, mm-hmm. collaborate on this the work this We're work that we do together. So we have like a musical oh, yeah. and a, <laughs> our, our administrative <laughs> lead from each team that works right. really closely. Okay, and cool. then from there, we also so build out know, communities so and right work right together. It's, it's honestly been like, really you know, seamless like because I mean, I the COVID pandemic own. has really made so us be very cool.
2: down,
1: collaborative see. and like really see that the that point man? of like working together to have people oh, involved. Huge, having people bar, singing everyone. barbershop, yeah. is be- more people yeah. is better than no people, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. We, yeah. Had to we like, were struggling with having all four she's voice parts, parts for like, yeah. guess what? She's like, she's we put these together, we have all four voice right. parts. So it's kind of, it just happened very organically.
0: And so tease that out a bit, everyone struggle with COVID. What was your experience with COVID?
2: Well,
1: we didn't rehearse for like a year plus yeah, a in person. Yeah, we did a lot of Zoom work. Um, I
2: got a to to my room. It
1: was uh, tough. I, I mean, we, lo- we, so we both groups were on a run run kind of ascendancy. Um, the Sirens had recently won Harmony Classic in 2018, and they were just cresting towards 50 members. Um, wow, went, went for them, which was bigger huge.
0: Than Most most forces. And
1: uh, Voices, we uh, were also around, we were around 50 members. We were going in ranked, I believe, sixth or seventh into L.A. And we were pushing a medal for us, which was like our big push. And then everything went on pause. Um, And so we lost approximately half of our membership uh, due to just sort of attrition, either moving to a different place, moving home, locating differently. Moving out of the side of New York City has been a place where a lot of people have moved out of. Um, So, yeah, we lost about 50%. But between that, we have gained so literally I think so it's like 50% of the group I, I, really do I have to get that exact I'm not the numbers person I'm the I'm the speak on the phone like person um <laughs> <laughs> they uh 50% of our group is like You'll new barbershop that is, is is here this weekend yeah that's so amazing. like we have gained yeah, like at least 20 plan. members in the last uh, six months um, that's
2: fantastic
0: right under that. um, of a group
1: that we are hoping to put we're putting on stage about uh, 68 people
0: this weekend between the two of us so
1: we're really excited about that um Oh, the other thing I should mention, before the pandemic, we had this, like, great lineup of where we were, like, going to go, we had the New York midwinter, if anybody remembers, we were, like, going to have L.A., and then there was midwinter in New York City in 2021, and then we were planning to do a combined effort in Cleveland in 2021, it was, like, going to be our big debut of working it together, so all that kind of got put on hold, but we in the background... We're like we still want to do this cuz we think it's really important to show the energy behind that's my neighbor.
2: one of my favorite models. Putting this together,
1: we have I think every a lot of people in this group here have partners uh, that are in both that are in both organizations or are saying uh SSAA and uh, are also singing with us in Gotham. So it's been a really great way for people to connect and just keep singing the style that we
0: love. So let me ask you this in relation to goals. Um, Excuse me for asking you a pointed question. Mm. Mm. Would would you, Dash, Gotham, uh, I'm totally fascinated with how choruses articulate their goals to like, what are we working towards? Um I mean would you rather a right. score the blue a ninety two exactly, and not metal? Or I, I, score an eighty eight like, and
2: metal. I was like, yeah, bro, come on. We had <laughs> a
1: Well, that's you know, a loaded like, question, have uh, yeah. That's why I that's, than that's why I warned you. Your imagination is better than mine. Well, right. if we score <laughs> I would so I win, right? right. I think it's an, I, 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 I'll, I'll, hedge. I I'll, I'll hedge. I will say like my most like important do, thing is that I want people to take like away you. from this weekend like, that SATB Barbershop like works really well uh-huh. and that it can have a powerful and rich sound, sound right. and is I not any word. different than the TTVB sound from a metalist perspective. So if you're giving me those options, I don't know that I would choose 88 in a metal. I selfishly would like to. But if that's what's happening, that means that that the other groups have not done as well. So having a 92 and not meddling means that everybody's done really amazingly. Mm
0: -hmm. And I I have to feel better? Would you you rather sing better and not meddle or sing not as well and meddle? That's the choice. The thing is,
2: though, because an 88 is still better than our previous score. That's true. I think with the way that Gotham operates is they're always trying to improve based on our prior performance, right? So our prior performance at our qualifying score was an eighty-five-eight. Oh. Is that right? Yeah. So take over. It, I got to answer. If, if we scored an eighty-eight, like that would be a win for us. Whether that means we've medaled or not
0: doesn't matter. I, think I understand. We're always looking
2: to sort of like just edge a little bit better and get get a little bit
0: improve a little bit more from our prior performance. Yeah. So clearly the question is: Would you rather score an eighty-five and medal or an eighty-nine and not medal?
2: I think we'd be happier with an 89, knowing that we've seen significant improvement uh, just you know,
0: solely reflected in the scores. And, and that's the purpose of the a, question? A
2: medal would be great. I think a lot of us, because Gotham has never, well, first of all, Voices has never officially medaled yeah. in a convention before. Yeah. We'd be really excited with the medal. Right? Yeah. Like that's, And don't get
0: me wrong, Like we're in a competition where competitive animals... We like to so, win stuff, or yeah, be, and sure, so I'm not discounting that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just drawing attention to that it's a double-edged sword. Uh, and, and, and many competitions around the world, we can kind of um, get distracted by the placing and forget the overall musicality and just just honoring the music
2: right because there have been some years where we placed sixth but have scored lower than future years where we've scored higher and placed worse right and that's the thing about any competition specifically with barbershop right some years it's completely stacked you've just got so many great choruses Uh, and so your placement changes drastically as a result of that and that's okay, yeah. but that's why we sort of like looked, that, like that to look at things model. individually yeah. for us okay. and reflect, like, is, uh, um, just basically reflect on our past score. How did we do last time? Yeah. Where are we now? Is it better that's than before? Yeah. Great. If it, if it is, awesome. And we're sort of like right. slowly making you know, improvements yeah. yes. in, in whatever category yes. that might right. be for yeah. us.
0: What a great example. You might look at your calendar five years out and go, okay, these three years are going to be stacked. These two years are going to be lighter on. Do we like? What do we go for? Maybe, uh, maybe we're going to be musically more peaking, for argument's sake, in these stacked years. Excuse me. You'd like me to walk outside. You'd like me to step outside? Is that what you? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling. These are fighting words. That's what I'm feeling here. <laughs> No. <laughs> this, are, this is our, our sibling yeah. chorus, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So Anna Anna is one of the
2: music directors of Sirens of Gotham. Hello, Anna. Uh,
0: just for full disclosure, you're we're currently uh, being interviewed on Good interviewed Morning right BHA, now. which is a podcast about uh, uh, for, uh, based in Barbershop Harmony Australia. So oh,
3: you've been, did you mention this? Today? You're welcome.
0: Hi. Yes.
3: Thanks. Yeah, we're Sirens of Gotham, and we are really happy to be here. We're also a Sweet Adelines chapter and uh, I don't know.
4: It's I don't been know.
3: fun. We're excited for Gotham too. I mean,
4: I'm sure they've been talking your ear off about it, but
3: um you know, Voices of Gotham had already qualified for international and then they made the choice to go all in on Gotham with us, which we appreciated as you know. And we're gonna sing to a festival too. Yeah. 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 Um, it's a perfect awesome. yeah, I think the
2: scores though reflect sort of the synergy that happens when our two choruses come together, right? Because, you know, voices did okay um, coming out of a qualifier, but the the synergy that was created from both of our choruses singing together at that past competition was reflected in the scores, and and that's, I think, why Gotham made the decision, like, let's just go forward and compete as one single chorus, and also, like, share the message of, like, everyone in harmony works, and we're a perfect example of that.
3: And we had been working together already, collaboratively, but mostly just on, you know, performances that we put on. and being in New York City based chorus, any cosmopolitan metropolis based chorus knows how difficult it is to find rehearsal space to find performance space yeah it's expensive so, it's limited. that
0: was convenient exactly yeah. we
3: rehearse on the same evening we have a similar space so we were already you know working together in that capacity to produce things then we'd start learning SATV music together or eight part music together so it was a very natural progression to start doing you know the competition circuit and like Robbie said, I mean, we we did really well. Oh yes, I am twenty one. I'm thirty two. Uh, don't put that on the podcast. That's right. Yeah.
0: As I have said many times, we can edit that out in post.
3: Barber
0: um, So let me ask you this, uh, which which I, uh, I think is 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 quite the uh, the, the the topical uh, question that we're all processing. Tell me about the the men's culture and the women's culture and the joint culture. What well, the, the, the whether it be the musical fulfillment or the social fulfillment you get from either or combined?
3: Yeah, that's a great question and it's something that we've been thinking about for a long time, especially in how it applies to uh, gender in general, right? So we as a community don't operate within gender binaries. so we don't use gendered language we don't call ourselves a women's chorus or a men's chorus because that is not what we are we go by tessitura, so TTBB, SSAA SATB um, but it's a very real item, the cultural difference between the BHS and the Sweet Adelines, I think a lot of it is actually less to do with who was, you know, the originator of the society and more to do with the choices they've made to structure the events and the um, districts and things. So for Sweet Adelines, a lot more focus on choruses, actually. BHS, I feel like there's a lot more co- focus on quartets. So at the Sweet Adelines conventions, even... You know, there's a small and mid-sized chorus contest. There's a
0: semi-final and final for choruses.
3: Semi-final and final. Um, Not to say that quartets aren't given the same platform, but they also then have, you know, your first round is two songs, second round is a performance package. So a little bit more creative liberty there. Um, And how does that translate to the culture? I mean,
0: I think that's... Just as an aside, can I just acknowledge (laughs) That you've walked into a room thinking you're going to have a relaxed drink.
3: <laughs> this, oh, well, this is my third one, so that's probably... This bloody gonna- Australian
0: <laughs> has thrown a microphone in your face and you have not missed a beat and be, a and being job. so articulate in answering the questions. i got
3: to be... That's my job. I mean, and I also, I mean, I love this chorus and I, I am... I love talking about it. I practice talking about it a lot and I I could talk about it. So rather. really,
0: I'm doing you a favor. Yeah,
3: really. Thank you. Thank you for this and thank you for your listeners. But yeah, I mean, um, it's also, you know, we also have to talk about the uh, struggles and the challenges that we are facing stepping into a predominantly masculine culture. Uh, You know, we have... In barbershop? In barbershop in general, yeah. And then...
4: I think also that, you know, there's a part of BHS that from the top down is very supportive of everyone in harmony, but not necessarily bottom up yet. Like, it is not... Uh, you know, the organization is very much welcoming, but not every individual. And I think that's something we're still balancing and reconciling with at our first competition in March. There were lots of people who were so happy that we were there, and then some who weren't. And I think that's just going to be a part of it for a while. But it does mean that we're coming into an organization that we know is not 100% celebrating us being here even okay. though many people do and that's okay because it's also it is a part of the culture and the history of the organization and i've i've gone to school in in single sex spaces and i do believe that they have place and value i think it's but it's a strategic shift from the organization of where they want to go and what they want to expand to become and what they see moving forward as the future of the organization that I think is still very much a conversation that's going to be happening this week and it's exciting.
3: Additive too, right? Like expanding and being more inclusive doesn't take anything away from anyone. It only gives more opportunity to people who were excluded from a space before. And like Meredith said, there's still learning to be done and still adjustments to be made and mo- much of it is innocuous, is not intentional, is just learning to match your actions to how you truly do feel, which is, of course, we want more people singing barbershop, right? But it comes across as, you know, language that people use or power dynamics, stepping into a coaching session or a eval and things like that. And we've been, we're really proud of our district for being really receptive to a lot of the feedback that we had at our... Northern Division Convention. Um, You know, they really were open ears and open hearts, and we were not trying to look for things to criticize on. We were like, hey, you know, we are lucky enough to have a partner chorus in Voices who is supportive of this transition for us and this journey for us. There's going to be SSAA choruses out there and SATV choruses out there that don't have that same thing. People who are, you know, women or whoever are coming in and they're like, oh, you're automatically going to sing tenor, right? Because you're a woman. That's not we have sirens singing the line in our music on stage on on Saturday. So. There's really only opportunity, and the work comes from figuring out what your new culture looks like together. And that, I think, bh is really investing a lot of time and thought into it. Uh, and it, we we're seeing it, and we're very supportive of it, and we're ready to have these kind of conversations and do what we need to do to help other chapters see the potential and the opportunity.
4: It's only good things. It's also. I've been thinking a lot about, like, okay, this is the first part of Everyone in Harmony. Like, what does that look like moving forward? What are the other pieces that are not just gender or um, other pieces that are easy to brush past? Like, what does Everyone in Harmony actually mean? It's not just we're opening uh, for more than just cis men. It's also what else is included in Everyone in Harmony?
3: History and, I mean... Talk about the history of barbershop. That's something that, you know, it's bad enough that <laughs> it's bad enough that some people are not w- ready to have women in their space, and that's fine, women and other marginalized genders, right? But to not be able to have a conversation about the history of barbershop music and really acknowledge that, you know, this is not a, a white music form in its originality, and you should definitely listen and talk to Dr. David Wright about this. He has a wonderful lecture and writings on the VHS website about it. Um, him and many other scholar scholars um, about the, the history of barbershop music being in black communities, and that is something that we need to own and accept and not be scared of confronting but it also, you know, this wraps then into conversations about like the Dixie District and and languages and or language and songs that we can't sing anymore and preserving history. It's a lot of different, you know, um, changes that that uh, people are being confronted with, and change is hard. But change is usually always for the better because it's again, it's an opportunity to see something a different way. To think about something differently, and for every song that someone might say, like, oh, we can't sing, that's a lost art, lost history, there's a new arranger, a new composer, a new songwriter that's creating incredible new barbershop music. And you know, that's the future. You're really thinking about preserving things, thinking about the future, everyone in harmony. New music, investing in youth composers and youth arrangers, that's where it's at. And, you know, the rest of it, the hard conversations, you just have to be willing to listen and be open to considering something different. Um, because we also don't want to take anything away or, or, not give men a space to to sing. For a lot of them, growing up, you know, singing was not cool. Having emotions was not considered strong or powerful or interesting or brave it was you know looked down upon and weak and um all of these things that they have also worked through you know and we don't we don't want to dimin- diminish that in any way um, it's
0: it's a pretty powerful point you make i was going to i'm so mindful and so grateful of of your uh, your, your your chatting with with the microphone shoved in your face um Because this is gold. Uh, I'm really fascinated by this. Um, Firstly, I'll see if I can remember my three points. The chances are small. Um, uh, uh, Firstly, really fascinating point about providing a space for men to sing and and, uh, exhibit and demonstrate vulnerability where the rest of the culture does not support that. Uh, I think that's an incredibly powerful thing. And to provide a space for men who are emotional to feel safe and not be in the footy culture of, of toxic masculinity. I think that's a really fascinating concept um, about everyone in harmony. Um, sec- so I'd love your thoughts on that. Secondly, again, chances of me remembering these three points are slim. Um, secondly, I'd love your thoughts on, um, or anyone's thoughts on, uh, it's something that that I think you, you probably all three know Mo Field. Uh, yeah, yeah Mo, correct. Love Mo. Yeah, amazing. Um, I've had this chat with her before, in relation to you, you mentioned about honouring the music, etc. Um, and and not you know not singing uh, and, and when you should sing certain songs. Um, to what extent, anyone who sings a song has an obligation to learn about its history, uh, and and to what extent. Um, for the accessibility of music, everyone has the right to just pick up a song and sing it without jumping through a million hoops of investing hours in researching it. I like the song; I just want to sing it. To what extent that should be supported? So I, I, that's an interesting challenge there. And of course, the third one—oh my God, I can't remember—I can't believe I remember the three—is that um, the cultural tension of going okay. We can't sing that song anymore. With something like Swanee being a good example of going, hello my baby, hello my baby, right? How about how about we just shelve that uh, and 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 sing any number of other songs we can sing. Uh, So you're welcome. Any one of those three topics you'd like to pick up? Well, I'll
3: tell you what. I think for all of those three, the most important thing, and I've said this before in conversations and, and classes that I've taught, the most important thing for your ensemble is to decide what kind of culture you have, because that culture is going to inform all of those choices are we singing songs because we like them and or they have a place in our our history and our memory you know i want to sing xyz because it was done by this quartet or this course at this time and it's always been something that i hold as this model of exceptional musicality or whatever what
0: an amazing point whatever song's been in your repertoire for years or decades you have to conf like it's part of the culture yeah then you've got to confront, actually, how about we may have to, we have to reconcile? This may not have been a great choice. And make a more informed choice and just yeah, for for the betterment of, of of another group or a broader society. It just
2: gives a chance for the art form to sort of evolve, right? Yeah. It's it's another chance for the art form to sort of look back and say, Okay, this stuff was okay for that time frame. Now it's not okay because like people are being aware of like it, they're they're aware of like the changes and how it's it's affecting other people. And it's like, okay, great. But you think of like how other quartets have sort of pushed the envelope, and they've been penalized because they're they're singing songs or newer arrangements that maybe weren't necessarily fitting the style at that time frame. But it forced the judges to sort of reevaluate how these sort of newer arrangements are kind of like some
0: quartets they, were hit at the time.
2: Yeah, yeah. R- exactly. Right. So like this is a perfect opportunity for newer arrangements to come into the folds that are more like culturally more more appropriate. Uh, appropriate uh, for you know the audiences so I think yeah. it's I think this is a wonderful opportunity for us to sort of get newer different types of songs sort of into the the common repertoire within barbershop I yeah. love your
0: glass half full of price it's an opportunity
3: oh, it, oh it, honestly it is and 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 times when you are for, you are feeling forced or you are forced to confront a circumstance like having a certain song in a repertoire that's been we've been singing this for decades decades 50 years even there is never an, an instance where it is not a good thing to confront and address that history. Never feel scared to address it. You have to dive in. And when I say you need to choose that culture, I mean, where, where are your values? And I don't mean that in a way that's like, your values should be X, Y, Z. Decide, you have the opportunity to choose that. Your ensemble may not prioritize things that another ensemble does, and that is okay. That is okay for the same reason that an ensemble that is uh, what we would call a TTB ensemble, a TTBB, wants to to be a men's ensemble for men, people who identify as men or whatever that means for them. That music choice, histor- historical music choice, do you want to in, um, investigate and research music? Those are all choices that you do have. No one has forced anything in the BHS world anyway. In Sweet Adelines, they have enacted a, uh, they're calling a DEI music tool. You have to submit uh, any song that you sing, period, contest stage or not, um, to a committee that uh, you research all the music, you send it in, they have a list of questions, really great, investi- like excellent, excellent research questions. And then they give you a score and they say, you can or you cannot, or you you can perform this with a caveat. We have learned so much. We've taken things out of our repertoire that have made us I think we've turned down um, custom arrangements that we had initially commissioned and then said, you know what, we've thought twice now. That's, there. Are, there's always another song. There is always another song. You can always write another song, you know? Um,
0: I love that. There's, uh, that- there's always another song. What a great quote to take away from this. Yeah, don't get stuck in the mud over one song.
3: Yeah, well. what I
1: would say is, in the spirit of everyone in harmony, it's all about having more people, more perspectives involved. When you have that, you're going to better reflect society, right? And like, I know this is for BHA and in Australia, but what for me as American, like, what better American value, right, than having like this sort of egalitarian comprehensive idea of like having truly involved the populace and the people and the mores of the society that we live in and you can't do that if you're if you're excluding a certain segment of this population everyone harmony solves that problem and by having these other voices we can actually have that dialogue and we can actually start to have our art form represent what is culturally relevant at a writ large perspective,
3: we can we can fulfill the things that I think this is spicy, but barbershoppers have been saying for decades. You come into barbershop, we barber shoppers are a barber shopper. Love any barber Are you really living that? Are you really including? Let's for example, language, huge thing. Today, ladies and gentlemen, is exclusive to non-binary people, and so addressing audiences is a big opportunity I
0: think enjoy. I almost no. avoided I think I may have said, ladies okay. and gentlemen, because no, I, I was like, I, that's my yeah, go-to. go-to. Were you I, in the background or no? Like, no.
3: See, that's
0: an
2: opportunity I like that for me. See,
0: audience I, I, I decided to say, hey, hello, barbershoppers, rather than yeah, ladies right, and gentlemen. Right, exactly. Look right. at me I being part make, of the solution. Oh, my God, right?
3: No, I'm... I'm honestly... be
1: and I was... I said this to our district, right? Because... I'm, I won't fire shots, but somebody from a headquarters level came to our Midland district and was saying, "Ladies and gentlemen," and for me that was dis- that was disappointing because I think at a base level, right, like somewhere either at the district or the BHS level, they should say like, "Hey, here are the things that you should do to make sure you're being as inclusive as possible."
3: To be Just upholding to what you say that you've come here to do, right, and that and that that's the most important thing, right? Like being doing everything that we have always said that we want to do. And that—that that is why everyone in harmony just feels like a bow on a tide that's already been moving for years. And I really do think is at the core, barbershop singing is about communal singing and community and connecting with other people and not needing to be a virtuoso, not being to needing to be anything except your human self and that really is at the bottom of it and everything else I think is just a habit and what you're used to and that that's okay like that history is there and it's gonna take time to change get used to that. that's that's totally fine but to get back to the uh, those three points that you made like I just I really think having being brave enough to have those conversations internally in your ensemble in your chapter in your district or wherever that is the first step and then choosing how you want to move forward and if you don't have core values period you're probably struggling to make a lot of decisions across your artistic and logistical arms right if you we sirens of gotham has spent a lot of time investing in our core values they are ambition authenticity and joy and we use those to inform every single decision we make and we don't look at it like a venn diagram we look at it as Joy is ever-present, ambition is ever-present, Authentic, authenticity is ever-present. Any decision that doesn't have one of those things is the wrong decision. And as soon as you have these guiding posts, and Mo Field will talk about these kind of things, she was so helpful in helping us to kind of establish and craft this this culture for ourselves, and she's been such a helpful coach for Sirens. But um, if you have those things there, your song choices are going to feel like really right, your... Um, performance opportunities that you take or don't take, community activities that you pursue or don't pursue, all of it starts to fall into place. And again, I think there's a lot of comfort in doing things the same way that we've always done them and hearing things we've heard them the same way that we've heard them. But
4: man, there's just so much more
3: humanity to explore and that people just aren't used to. You know, thinking about, but at the end of the day, we're all here for the same reason because we love to sing and we love the way that this music makes us feel. And why wouldn't we want to make sure that as many people as possible feel that? And, that, you know, why would we ever want to exclude anybody for any reason? Um, that's what Everyone in Harmony is about. It's not about pushing men aside or discounting what people have done up to now and the, the roads they've paved, all of that. Um you know, it's it's about honoring what has come up to now and, and just
0: and choosing a future.
3: Exactly. And that the choice. The choice. That's what people forget. Men's courses can stay men's courses. You wanna see that? That is fully up to you. You are not that that is the spirit of equity there right everyone has a chance to an equal chance equal access and sometimes that means creating avenues for people who haven't had the ease that other people have had getting you know leadership positions or getting into choruses access to choruses that kind of thing um it's just all about getting more people involved and that's what we need right financial issues in the society artistic issues lack of judges in the flow and music and arrangers in the flow the more we can spread our you know the confines of our little society here there's only opportunity that's what i want. important thing to remember that people living, marginalized people have been living on the confine, on the like edges of society for millennia. This is not new. You know, they have been there, they've been showing up, they've been giving their money, their time, their effort, all of it. They are in your chorus, they are singing your music and they're showing up. Are they getting an equal opportunity? Are they really being seen for who they are? That's the question that we need to ask ourselves and we need to do it without judgment. We have to be really honest about what these things are that we want to create, right? You have to be careful about your leadership being too, um, you know, there's a power dynamic there as well. If you have leadership who has been in that position for a long time, are they best suited to make these kinds of decisions? Maybe it's something you take back to the course. We really believe in consensus and everything in our community. right? But when I get back to voices, I was having a conversation now about what their membership criteria are. And, And... is are they going to be a chorus that accepts all genders? Um, and they have a committee who is dedicated to that question right now, and they're going to put forth a proposal to the greater membership. And that decision will impact the Hell's Kitchen chapter at large because, you know, that will change perhaps what Sirens of Gotham is and what Gotham, the chorus, is. Is it just based on tessitura? These are all great questions that we're willing to ask, and I think the most special part of Gotham has been that is really give us an opportunity to not be confined by anything. It's just people showing up and singing the part that they feel most capable of singing, and creating no less incredible music, if anything, more incredible music than we were doing individually. Different, different. You know, it's physically of different ranges and all that, but. All of this to say,
2: <laughs>
0: there's... So Note the pained look on the face here.
3: Well, I want to choose my I want to choose my words carefully because the, the first step is just educating yourself. And there's so much information available about how to have conversations like these. There are people in the BHS willing to come in and, and facilitate that conversation. And... You could relinquish all of that responsibility to someone who knows how to navigate, if that's the, you know, the hindrance. The thing that I hope most is that anybody who's feeling a knee-jerk reaction because they're feeling um, defensive or any sense of threat, that is a feeling that they need to sit with and confront and ask themselves why and what it is about it that is... Because if you don't ask yourself that, you'll never really be able to solve, is it because, or I mean, whatever, what the reason is, where do you want to go from there? Do you want, is it because you preserve, or want to preserve that space and you cherish that space and you need that space? Or is it because you are unwilling to see a different side of things the discomfort of acknowledging um you know confronting all of that is Is it a
0: backward looking or forward looking Yeah.
3: yeah and well not even that i mean choosing to stay the way that you are is not necessarily backward looking as long as you're being honest and transparent about that choice you know i just hope that everyone really takes the time to think about it and that that's all we ask you know it's it's not we're not asking anyone to change anything or be anything that they don't want to be but to be afraid of having that conversation that's just not it's not American it's not American (laughs) it's not the barbershop way it's not what we're here for if you look at I know the BHS has these like commandments or something you know and I know there are ones there about just like being a good person
0: and membership requirements exactly
3: and hey that's Again, that's all it is, but also acknowledging that preserving certain spaces for for men, cis men, any people who identify as men, that's important. Especially, like you said, confronting toxic masculinity, we need those spaces, and that doesn't necessarily mean a space where you have people who may be making you feel unsafe, unsafe to confront those things about yourself. That's okay. And I hope that people have those spaces to do that. And that's all it really is. I mean, it's, it's, everyone has good intentions. I know that, but our actions need to match those intentions. And I, I have had to confront a lot of circumstances and people and have these kinds of difficult conversations. Um, I have really, done a lot of work and I'm actually stepping back from leadership after this contest um, because I have recognized that like I have I have done a lot and moved the moved things in a direction to great and it's time for me to to step back and I have other things I need to focus on just in my life but this is an opportunity for someone else to step up and take it from here you know and I I don't want to be influencing anything in either direction in any way um, really handing it off and, and seeing what happens
0: any organization has to be able to sustain itself re- without any one individual yeah. oh, if yeah. if it's if it's reliant on one individual that's not a sustainable situation
3: it, and, you know it, you can have systems in place to i mean there's brilliant directors who have been very successful for years but most often you're going to find that that director was buoyant and curious and <laughs> very deeply um, committed to something more than themselves and their own ego or their own whatever because they care about the group. What does the group want? Are Are they connecting with me? Are they scared of me? Are they doing what I'm asking them to do because they are feeling inspired by it or are they doing it because
0: avoid punishment
3: who knows you know and again it's all about your culture you get to decide what it is some people like that environment and that's great um there are choruses like that ooh spilling my drink um but
0: yeah, gosh. That's right. So in, in, it's all good. I, I think we. I want to. I've been many to pull up. I've been. I've been many to pull up sums for so long, but you just keep saying amazing, articulate, and thoughtful things. I'm really grateful. Um, so in closing, it sort of seems to me like it's an intriguing tension between so simple and so complicated.
3: I mean, huma- That's humanity. Welcome to humanity. Oh gosh, I. Everything seems to simple. I just want to be nice. I just... Of course I want to be nice. I don't want to be mean to anyone. I don't want to leave anyone out. But hey, gosh. You've
0: got to have boundaries.
3: Boundaries? You need boundaries. Holy moly, you need boundaries. Um, you can't be everything for every person, right? But you also have to... Um, yeah. Gosh, you have to protect yourself, but also be willing and brave enough to to do these things. But that's where I say, you know, the BHS, like, uh, I was going to say federal leadership. Oh, gosh, the societal leadership has done so much and is working really, really hard to listen and to put people in positions that can help with some of these conversations. So if your chapter has no idea where to start or doesn't want to start, just anything. I mean, there's lots of people who would be willing to come in and talk and
0: um, hear from people.
3: Yeah, and they're, the BHs is being very receptive to all feedback, truly. We know, we've been, you know, we've been giving it, we've been hearing it and we've, you know, been in spaces where we're hearing it from other people to our faces and that I just want... I just want so much for this organization, it has given me so much, it's given so many people so much, and that's, again, at the end of the day, why wouldn't we want everyone to be able to benefit and experience what we experience, so, it's not easy, nothing is, nothing worthwhile is ever easy, Um, but that's that's the most fulfilling stuff, right, so,
0: uh, this has been a, 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 a so much more than I anticipated. A little, little casual chat around the bar stool um, to to all of the people who from um, uh, Voices of Gotham and sirens of Gotham and, and the Combined Gotham. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for your thoughtful, um, articulate reflective and respectful thoughts are invaluable thank you so much
3: thank you I mean gosh I didn't know this is how I was gonna spend my evening but this was I love talking about this stuff so um, thank you for entertaining me and and my thoughts um, we're really just so excited to be here and for a lot of us it's our first I mean from all of us it's our first competition experience for Sirens anyway and I mean it's great to be back right my gosh everyone we're still here it's one o'clock in the morning and everyone can't yeah (laughs) who knows what they're talking about but it's on it is on tape
0: I think we know what they're talking about (laughs)
3: This is wonderful. Thank you for...